What's going on? Motown Rundown. As you can probably hear, the audio for this episode is unreal. Reason being, surprise folks, we are back in the studio. For one day, at least for now, um, I came back up here to East Lansing to see my boys. I had to do my last episode of Green and White Report, which we did. uh, Tears were shed. Tears, crying, snot dripping down my face. It was sad. It was it was sad. I'm glad that I finally it was one of those things to where like I would say I don't want to say I forgot about it, but like if I never got to come back here and do the last show, I'd be like, oh like whatever, you know, I sign of the times, COVID. Never heard of it. But um with that being said, I'm very glad that I got the chance to come back and do the last show with you guys. Close that uh close the book on my uh, career as the host of the Green and White Report. Yeah, we had to get you a little send off, and now pass it on to you guys. I got to sign the wall here, and then uh, we're out. But we're using the uh, we're on company time here, using the studio to record the Motown. This is like old times. It's just like feels old great. Times. Yeah, feels it like is. a Wednesday night. It does. It feels. The, it feels great. The Pistons are down thirty, and we talk about the Bachelor for twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah, because our teams just all suck. Yeah, no, but it's glad. I'm glad that we got to like the, it. Just way better in the studio. Have you guys been watching the Bachelor this year? I didn't no, watch I, this season. I no. No, no, not at all. Don't care. I don't. I have no one to talk about it with. We used to do that. Like it, it's crazy. Yeah. Gosh, and it's fun. Man. It's fun when you have like people around that you can watch it with. But no, I don't know, Matt. Awesome. I didn't have any juice with Matt. I don't know. I don't even know who Matt is. Matt James. He's the Bachelor. But okay. The Bachelor. The Bachelor. Yeah, but it's good to be back in the studio. It's just nice to get to like see you guys and interact in person. Different feel. Way different feel than over Zoom. Um. So for one day and one day only for the foreseeable future until I drag my sorry ass back up here to east lansing this is what we're doing let's go we had a heck of a uh heck of a saturday yesterday yes what a day we did it was a really fun time shout out to ryan collins for having us yes. over to his the house ryan, the bounce to the bounce. Bounce. no the bounce having us over to bounce <laughs> the bounce that was like I, I i said this on the green and white report but when i walked into the ryan's collins household yesterday obviously everyone covid safe we're all safe socially distanced were but we Yes, but you walk. Okay. But you walk in. <laughs> you walk in, and like all the boys are sitting on the couch, they're drinking. It's like two p.m. on a Saturday, watching the state game, state basketball game. Dude, I went to Beggars yesterday. I started early. Did you really? Yeah, because what's it called? You put it put it in my mind. I was like, dude, I kind of want to go there. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Because I, I've never got brunch there. So, <sighs> so I, I woke up, got an omelet, got a tequila sunrise. Felt great the yeah. rest of the day. Then you're moving. You're loose. Yeah. But walking into the house was great because that was just like. That's so college. That scene was so college, and it was a great day. We hit crunchies, hit the can, tin can, that is, not like the toilet, but um, what a great day. We had a heck of a Saturday. Dude, I, Tana is like, especially with like the new COVID rules, Tana's like the best place you can go, almost. Oh, I don't I don't know where else you would go. I mean, is Harper's open? I think, all yeah, all those places are open, but it's like not the, like, you go to the Harper's like to dance. You go to Ritz to get, yeah. like, you're like, I'm going on the dark side, baby. Yeah. 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 yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm a dark side. Dark side, yeah. Yeah, I'm a dark, dark side. Side, light side. Yeah, but like, it, when you're just like sitting there, you want to be at a smaller place at Crunchy's. Yeah. It? Oh, it's the, 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 the tin can was like the perfect feel. Yeah. That's, that's like my vibe too, though, is... I'm like, let me sit down. Yeah, you're having a drink with your friends. Yeah, you're yeah. not Dude, being obnoxious. How about this? Because I know he listens to the show. Uh, my buddy Jack got kicked out of the bar and somehow got let back in. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Dude, do you guys know how that happened? 
No. no I, I, and he it. didn't do anything to get kicked out of the bar. He was like napping. That's why he no, got No, he kicked. he definitely did. So first of all, this bouncer, <laughs> I don't I don't mean to like Well, I, I was gonna bring it up, can. but I didn't know. I love the, the tin bouncer. can. I love the tin can. I and I am sure this guy's a nice guy. This guy took his job way too so seriously. Serious. Like I, I thought I wasn't I'm twenty three years old. I thought I wasn't gonna get in. Did you he I, made me think my ID was fake. Yeah, yeah, no, that's what I mean. We're he all trying to kick me out. You get, remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll Collins yeah. started laughing. At, well, yeah, we'll get to that in a second. But th- 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 I felt nervous when he's checking my ID. Yeah, just like old no, days. Yeah, I know. Because yeah. and, and and I'm Kinda 21, but I'm life. just like, what, like, what are you doing? He's shining a flashlight on it and asked me to pull my mask down so you can see my face. And I'm yeah, like, but but Collins, could you say no to that? If they if they were like, pull your mask down. Do you think you could throw a fit and be like, I'm not no, doing that? Yeah, for well, COVID. Eh, maybe <laughs> they'd probably know. just let you in. Whatever, yeah. whatever. But your your Jack love Jack. Great yeah. time last night. He was not innocent. He, no, 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 no. He, he, he was he, not innocent. But I'm just saying. He first didn't... of all, I do have to. I do have to say thank you to Jack because he left Crunchies about a half hour before the rest of us did to go get us a table of tin can. Because he and, just kept and saying. Did he, goes, he ever? He goes. I know a guy. He goes. Don't worry. I'm gonna. Oh, we're yeah, fine. Yeah. He goes. We're fine. Like, all right, Jack. I trust you with my life. So he showed. He, God knows what he was doing while we yeah. weren't while we were still at Crunchies, but I mean between the, him standing up constantly to like and like didn't have his mask on, and then he was <laughs> constantly nodding off at the table, and he would do like the thing where he'd like catch himself falling asleep, and he just like run his hand through his hair to like play it off. Yeah. So then he got then he got kicked. Well, I don't think he got kicked out. I he's think, asked. He's like, dude, you got, if you're gonna fall asleep, you gotta. You gotta yeah, leave. but I think Dom and uh, and Ryan ended yeah. up taking him. Not you, Ryan. Other Ryan who just followed yeah. me on Twitter today. Shout out. But they were like, we're gonna walk you home. And so I would just assume like, oh, like Collins will be back. And like, oh no, you were you stayed. Yeah, I stayed. But so they walked. That's when I yeah. almost got kicked out because I was laughing. Yeah, as yeah, guy, as this I, is going at Collins, like, Collins laughing yeah. with his head down. Oh, yeah, you like tucked your arm into your into your like elbow because you were laughing. laughing. He said, "You gotta go." I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah, yeah. I, like, I, I, I stood up. I was yeah, like, if he's out, we're out, dude. Uh, like, you, you, what no, are you I, doing? No, I was like, I was like, I promise you, sir. If this guy falls asleep here, I will take him home. Yeah, like, I, I, that's right. You did say that. Yeah. No, but is that the? I've never seen that when a guy gets kicked out. I've never seen him be able to get back in. Right back in like five minutes later. Oh my later. god, dude, no. Because they, they left. They were gone for like, for like 10, 10 minutes. Yeah, maybe 15. It, 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 felt like, it felt like they must have walked home and then Jack was like, Wolf of Walsh, like, I'm not leaving. Yeah, yeah, like, I'm yeah. going right back in. And it was great because like Dom walked in and then Ryan walked in, I think. Yeah. And then it was like a two-minute gap. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh my god, look at the door. And Jack come, <laughs> walks right past the guy. And I'm looking at I'm like, really, dude? Like you've been grinding our like busting our balls all night. And like it was the upset of the year. In. It was the upset of the year. Yeah. Upset of the year. So that was great. That was a yeah. fun Saturday night. But um Good to be back here in East Lansing. Glad we can use the studio. Um, we're going Tigers, Pistons, Wings, and then we have. Do you have the trifecta? Of course, we can do the trifecta. Of course, yeah. we do. Um, all right. So you love to hear. I, I always love like the first. Uh, like come February, I get the first Instagram DM from uh, my buddy of like the the Tigers with the pitchers and catchers reporting. It's all is the snapping of the oh. mitts. Oh. It's like orgasmic. So yeah, it is. Yeah. It's fantastic. Orgasmic. Yeah. That's a great word. Yeah, you just you hear the just snap lo- of the mitts. I'm just watching Wilson Ramos just flashing the leather, and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> beautiful framing pitches. So yeah. yeah, so so spring training is underway in Lakeland, Florida, um, for the Tigers. Um, I believe their first spring training game is like February 28th against the Phillies. It says here. So, um, I guess a couple or a couple, not even a couple weeks. It's like a week until it's a week from today. Yeah, a week from today they'll play their first game. 
Um, so I guess we can do we can dive into a comprehensive uh, Tigers preview when the roster is set. Um, but for now, obviously, the spring training roster is a bit expanded. We have some new faces, some young guys um, that we've been looking at for quite some time now. So um, without further ado, I don't know how you want to attack this. Just talk about some guys who you're who you're looking to watch. I just you're excited I, to see. I like. I'm so excited for, to watch this Tigers team. Me too. I am every year. Every year. No, no, it's no, different. No, but, but more, I, I'm saying more so, like, maybe this year, but... Last I, season, they gave you a lot of juice. Yeah, but you just... I, I just think, like, there's something about baseball and, like, just the weather. Oh, and, it's like, the best. Like, being a Tigers fan. It's right after March Madness, yeah, too. Yeah, it's, it's like, perfect. okay, it's like, yeah, like, it's baseball season. Like, that, it, you just get excited for it. Like, it's, I'm glad it's back, but... Uh, yeah, I... <sighs> I just love opening day. That's a great thing. But I'm just I'm excited to watch this Tigers team. I think they're the best team in Detroit right now. I've said that multiple times on this podcast. Probably, probably fair. And uh, I mean, everyone's like not giving them a shot to even like compete in the Central. I got like polls saying that the Royals are gonna be better than this Tigers team, which I like I completely disagree yeah. with because I think the Royals are not good. So I'm excited. I think the Tigers can actually I don't know make some noise necessarily means, but be fun to watch and compete. And then you and you also are gonna get to see another wave of young guys come up this year. Like Riley Green will be up this year. Yeah, Torkelson maybe September call up, and then you're gonna see more of those pitching prospects. So I'm fired up to watch the Tigers this year. Yeah, Collins. One thing that you mentioned that I really agree with is the pitching. Um, you know the Tigers right now are looking at a six man rotation, which is going to be very interesting. And that's not even with Bo Burrows. Now, obviously, you don't really expect him and and Funkhauser. They're not really in the mix there to start. But yeah. they're going to be in the bullpen and, you know, eventually could end up starting if you sell Matthew Boyd or something. So this is just going to be a very interesting year. And, you know, we talk all the time about how last season, you know, 60 games, experimental, this, that, and the other thing. They exceeded expectations. So you look at this season now and you're like, okay, let's take that next step. And I really think after last season, you kind of took a year off the rebuild process. I think you kind of look ahead and you're like, okay, this is this might be a two-year Two more years before the Tigers are competing again, not three. You know what I mean? So yeah. this is definitely another another very intriguing year. And one one more thing that I really have my eye on is is the outfield. Yeah, um, yeah I, for sure. I That's think, a great I think point. Kristen Stewart is done. I mean, I look, he's gonna no, he's probably he's gonna done. start opening day. Okay. If pro- he starts opening day, I Yeah, w- that is actually ludicrous. Well, I, I look, defended this, Kristen Stewart all last year, but if he starts with it with who they have now. He's he's start, he's right field on the depth chart. He's number one right now. That's that's I that uh, again, can't that, be again, that's, that's right. That's right. that's right now. Again, like that. Didn't they just sign a, a corner outfielder? Yeah, they signed Grossman? Uh, or a Grossman. Yeah, Omar Mazzara. Robbie Grossman too. But yeah, so, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Mazzara, yeah. So yeah, yeah. it is what it is. I mean, if you look at the outfield, it's like so. A guy like Kristen Stewart, he's got a short leash, and then Jacoby Jones was fantastic before he went down, and then you look at Daz Cameron is going to get a shot in there. Victor Reyes was pretty yes. consistent last season. So well, I, and can, Riley Green, of course. Can we talk? So Jacoby Jones and like, do they throw Jones back in center? Yeah, they do. Yes. I'm an idiot. Yeah, yeah, I'm an definitely. idiot. I'm an yes. idiot. Yeah, he was awesome defense. I'm just saying, on on a day to day basis though, if you're gonna have Ozara, who I'm assuming is gonna be an everyday player, and yeah, I, I, I Grossman, yeah, know what I mean. You, you gotta like get like Victor Reyes is at bats, and you got Grossman. and, and J- 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 Jacoby Jones was awesome until he got hurt. Terrific, dude. He, he was, was on like all star pace. Not, I mean, he kinda. Was, he like the hitting was gonna go down. He's like a career. I, I think he can be like a career like two sixty, two seventy guy with a little bit of power and. and can make plays in the field and stuff, but like I'm interested to see how they delegate playing time because Reyes yeah. and Jones, I think, need at bats. And 
if you sign Osara, who I'm assuming is going to play every day, like that's a take a bite. I, I'm assuming yeah, that's a great that's a great point. Also, yeah. Grossman, eat my shorts. We'll see how that goes. Wow, I, I, give him a chance. No, yeah, dude. Well, he, I, okay. Why do you hate this guy? Because I think it's a pointless signing. You're deep in the outfield. You have prospects. You want to see him play. Like that's you just fair. mentioned. Yeah, you know that's so. That's kind of where I wanted to start. I, and I think you made a good point, Trent, as far as speeding up the rebuild. I think, and, and Colin said this last week. We've been looking at the pitchers as being like these. Yeah. Are, like we, we need to like these are the guys that are going to carry the load. Those are the names you've heard. And for then years. and then we come yeah. to find out you have some surprises and you know like your your Willie. What is it? Harold or Willie was, was great last year. Willie. Willie. Yeah, you see your Willie Castro's. Jamer kind of puts things together. Uh, Paredes comes up. Didn't have a tremendous year, but he's Isak, still an exciting Paredes. guy. Yeah, Isak. Um, but. With that being said, you know, and as Collins was saying, like now we're kind of looking almost at the pitchers. Like we kind of see who we have player wise, but we need some some of these younger guys to pitch. Now, to your point, Trent, and that's that's one of the biggest gripes. And I, and I trust me, I I get the sentiment that you need to compete. Like I, you you need to be competitive. And when you sign these guys on one year deals, it's obviously not always for them to be here long term. You can try to flip them. Um, a guy like Jonathan Scope gets brought back for year. Like that's like whatever. But at a certain point, position players are not like pitchers. Like you need you need a five to six man rotation. Like absolutely. So if you don't have if you don't have arms that are capable and ready to be a starting pitcher in this league, then sure, you go out a guy, you go get a guy like Jose Urania. Like, fine. You plug him into the rotation because you need pitching. You need like proven pitchers. Those are good examples of stop gaps. What's not a good example of a stop gap is you bring in Nomar Mazar and Robbie Grossman, take up two outfield spots. So what if you have them playing left and right field and Jacoby in center? So is Daz Cameron not gonna get time? Is Victor Reyes not well, gonna get I time? Mean, is Christian Stewart not gonna get time? At the same time, though, like we said. I, like Daz Cameron does need a little bit more at bats to like see what you like yeah. want from him, but I mean, he it's not like he was all that great last year when he got no, time to play. Of Fair. course not. I so mean, I, I I understand the move to go get a Mazzara, whatever. Is that how you say? His yeah, name? no more Mazzara. Yeah, I mean, I when I the trade first happened, I was like, he was good for a little bit there. I don't know what he did with the White Sox last year. I don't really follow. I feel like somewhere. he always killed the Tigers. Yeah, I don't I well, feel like and he he's did. he's also twenty five years old, so it's really? not yeah. He's the, I feel like he's older. I feel like he was a rookie on the like the Rangers like ten years ago, twenty sixteen. I believe, but you. you know, at least at, that one I'm a little more fine with because he at least this, could have upside. It's the old Jared Goff thing. You just look at oh. his age and you're like, okay, I mean, this well, could be a part what, of the future. Do you have his stats up, Trent, or should um, I? I can pull him up. Pull him up, because I'm interested to see what he batted. Last year, I I always thought he was like a nice player. But I, I feel guess. like he killed the Tigers in a lot of games. I could be completely wrong. Just the White Sox just killing. Yeah, us. you also have Akil Badu. You, you, I don't know if I'm saying that right. Badu Badu that you got in like the Rule Five draft. So I don't. Nomar Mazara hit 228 last season. 31 mm. hits, one homer, 15 RBIs, 13 runs scored. There you go. Mm. I feel like he was great against it. I don't. 589 know. OPS. But yeah, I mean. I mean, you look at guy. That I think the the question then becomes like Riley Green and Spencer Torkelson, who I don't even see on this roster. I don't know what the deal with that well, is. Well, they're they're. I mean, this roster I don't think is completely up to date. Yeah. So but, who, who knows? I mean, there's probably a million guys in spring training. But you know, I do I do I think like I don't know. That's the thing. We got to see these guys in spring training, see their at bats. Like, and if if Riley Green's ready, like, okay, like here we go. I've watched him play. By the way, have I told you guys that? Really, West For, Michigan Whitecaps. Oh, nice! I watched him play. I remember watching dedicated Whitecap fan Trent. Yeah, yeah two, I, I, two two summers ago. Those are fun games to watch. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, as far as the position players go, that's that's just that was my biggest gripe last year, and, and it is again like so. Far we can get this roster is 
you you need guys that get swings. And it almost felt like at a certain point last year, the Tigers like had like so many guys to choose from. Like you had your Sergio Alcantara's and your Dewell Lugos, and it's like you're, you want these guys to get reps. But at the end of the day, you guys you got to trust the coaching staff because they know who's ready and who's not. So. I mean, I, th- I think you've kind of solidified what you'll go. You'll roll out Jamer at third. You'll have Scope at second. There, I guess Maggie's going to play first this year. Yeah, go to him at short. Oh, dude, I, I, I right now they I've got had, they got I've actually right Castro, now they got they got Castro at short and they got Isak Paredes at third. So that's what I mean. It just it, it's like you they're going to play Jamer at third. Jamer is a gold glove caliber third base. He should. I mean, yeah. there's no reason for him to be like him playing first base was comical. So I, that, I, that that like infuriated me. Yeah, it was. Well, awful. no, he's he's good at it, but he's better at third. No and, shit, dude. Well, yeah. To, to your point, I, okay, yes. So you also have to think too when they appease Miggy and they do that, they do their classic, you know, one game out every ten. You get to play first. Well, Jamer fine. will be at third. I mean, that's like if you're gonna commit to playing Miggy at first, like it is what it is. That's fine, I guess. He's but, not a bad first base. No, he's not. He's not. But I'm just saying, like, it, if you're gonna DH Miggy. I don't need like why does Jamer? I don't get why they want Torkelson to play third. I do not understand it. Well, that's the other thing. That's the other moving piece because Collins, you mentioned he probably Torkelson. We're probably not going to see him till the fall, maybe late summer. Yeah, or you know, so so it's like that, or or just not at all. So that that's the other that's the missing piece because that's the guy that you just yeah, which is fine. Pick number one, So then it becomes like what. I see. To me, it seems very, very, very obvious. Like I, I guess you just play him at first, and you let Jamer stay at third, and then Miggy DHs yes, for the rest dude. of his career because yes. he's only got what two or three more years. Yeah. So, totally, it is what it is. I don't know why there's any discussion but about in, it. That's in the it. meantime, yeah. in the meantime, who who would you want at first? I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying like who should dude, play first? I don't first? even know. I, I, Castro, N- Nico Goodrum, maybe. Yeah. I would, like I, know, I, I don't yeah. need him. It's short. He's not like. I mean, he's a. Fine. He's a he's a fair utility infielder. I'm not saying he was horrible at short. I, I I mean he needs to provide with his bat. Like that's how he's gonna have to stay in the lineup. But he can play first. Yeah. I mean Harold Castro. Like I don't I don't think his defensive upside's all that there. And I also th- feel like he can play the outfield too, Harold Castro. So yeah. Like figure that out with him. Like Isak Paredes. Like unless he's like getting hot with his bat. I just throw Paredes at first. I think. I guess. I mean, I don't. I mean, he plays what short or third? Third. He plays third. So I mean, like Jamer's the third baseman. Yeah, Jamer. Has I, it's to really be the third weird. I don't get it. I, I don't get... know what Hinge's plan is. I don't think. I don't. I don't think. Well, do you think it has? The, you think the... it has anything to do with what Jamer wants? Do you think he no, wants to play I mean, first? No, I doubt it. No. no. Well, I I think at one point last year they kind of were like. Maybe we are like giving up on Jamer, and then he got like hot, like really. Yeah, yeah no, I was he. I think he was my guy last year when I like preview. I was like, if this guy doesn't show me something this year, I'm done. No, but what's the goal? And, and people are saying like this is the best season he's ever gonna have. It's a COVID year. It was weird. He was at a hot month, and it's looked way better like in retrospect than it actually was. Like he started old for sixteen. I was like, oh, he's done, done. Like yeah. he, he, I'm like, he's not, he's not a yeah. future at all. But I mean. The see, it was nice to see him get his back on and just I, like I don't know how you watch last year and don't think Jamer Candelario is part of the future. Of Agreed. This team. I just don't understand it, and I understand he's not going to hit three hundred every year. I get that. I understand he might not have the most power in the world. I understand this. He plays a great third base. Like yeah. he, if he can give you like a two sixty, two seventy, plays a great third base. And he had, he had very Fine. time very timely hits last yes. year too. Yes. Very timely hits. Yes. I remember he would just clutch every game, yeah. and it was it was actually really exciting. Yeah. But uh, guys, I want to ask about Goodrum just quick because mm. 
He turns 29 here in a week, and last season he hit 184. Now, I know you can always slap the asterisk on anything, good or bad, um, just because it was a COVID year and everything. Yeah. But I, 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 personally, I'm ready to just completely move on well, from I Nico Goodrum. I just don't like, know. He's, a good, depth no, piece. he's yeah. a good depth piece. He's like a Ramon Santiago or something like that. Yep. Like plug and play. He'll play like you know maybe 30 games, 40 games. But I, I, I don't want him starting at first. Well, I just think his ceiling is probably like what two fifty. Like I don't know what his. Well, what, he, he hit two fifty. I think a couple years ago. Yeah, I mean, he's I, the best I, player I, on the defensively, team. Defensively, it's. I think that he's. You know, you talk about like your Santiago's and like your your Austin Romine or Andrew, whatever one was the Don Kelly, like those kind of guys. I think he plays a, a pretty good. Like the like defensively, he's fine in the outfield and in the infield. I, I, he's not horrible. But I just don't need dri- driven on that bat. Well, that's why I, I don't. I yeah. don't know. I I don't know how he fits into this team because. I just, played I just, second. I just mentioned played, these these yeah. guys of you know Harold Castro, Dewell Lugo, um, Isak Paredes. Like I, I don't I don't know where he's supposed to get. Well, so that's what I'm saying. Fit in. I think like in like, the, I'd rather in the you big use, picture. Yeah, I mean, but that's again. Then again, I don't know who's playing first base for you this year. You didn't bring back CJ Crone. I did not upset that you that you didn't. Right. Um. And and honestly, too, not to 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 dive off the topic. I look at the catcher position too. Yeah. Can I can I see Jake Rogers this year? Like, no, I just I, him up there. Well, That's did you why. see? Who do you want? Did Grayson you see? Uh, that, that Ohio State kid is the one. There. Dingler. Yeah. Dingler. I, well, you might see him this year. Really? You might. I don't know. There was a report that came out from the Detroit News about Jake Rogers and and Hinch's whole like it's a, the headline was Hinch pulls no punches with Jake Rogers. He basically told him if you don't get better defensively, you're not going to play. Really? I thought he was decent defensively. He can't hit. But that's the thing is I'm I I was uh for whatever reason I was on like the Grayson Griner train last year and I think it was, Collins probably no, was, really talked me off the talked yeah. me off the ledge he just can't hit like I'm, can't I'm hit. done watching it and like you're I, the thing about you Ravs and the Tigers you're like a big like he needs more at bats I'm like dude we've seen enough like no I know like, I'm always I want swings I need yeah. guys to get swings because it's dude it's hitting the <laughs> being a, a a solid like hitting catcher especially is not easy to do no, it's so not. it's but I. I hear you. I mean, Wilson Ramos gives you nothing defensively, so no. it's clearly just a play like they need. They want to get. I mean, it's power numbers and and batting average. Like that's fine. I just, yeah, I think I agree that this kid from Ohio State. I think that they like a lot. But I've been hearing Jake Rogers, Jake Rogers, Jake Rogers, and he he got like a sniff in some in some time. And again, he couldn't hit either. So the fact well, that he didn't play at all last year is just an indictment of like what type of player he is. Well, and he's that's not that's, that ju- that's what I was gonna say. It, yeah. It's one, probably one of those things where yeah, it's a name you want to see, and he's younger. But it's it's he's to the point good. where if we haven't seen him by now, he's probably not that good. And here's his chance though at spring training because you know maybe he catches a break. You know, yeah. maybe Ramos gets hurt or something. Heaven forbid, not wishing it on the guy, but right. like he's not exactly bulletproof sure. at this part at this point in his People career. Forget he got kidnapped like two summers ago. <laughs> no, I actually <laughs> did forget that. People do forget that. Um, I guess the last thing here before we move on is just looking at the pitching staff. I mean, I'm excited to watch the pitchers. I am. I mean, you got between. You got to think. Like, I'm excited to watch Michael Fulmer this year because this is probably his last year to prove himself. Um. Joe Jimenez, same type of deal. Like I think if he's not lights out this year, I don't know why you. Greg Soto's coming for his job. Well, yeah, I mean Greg well, Soto's, Soto's got he's got to develop a second. Yeah, he's got to develop a second pitch. I mean, yeah. I, 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 Buck Farmer, I have to. I, every year it's Buck Farmer's last year, so he's still on the roster. Um, he he's kind of he was not bad. He was last not year. he dude. He had one of his better years, and he hasn't yeah. in memory last yeah. year. Yeah, 
because he's got he's got some pitches. He can get deep in his arsenal. Daniel Nor like I so I keep reading the, this pitchers list, and it's like wow, they have some guys like Spencer Turnbull that you like almost forget about because yeah. you're so focused on these younger guys like your Funkhauer's Funkhauser and your Burrows and whatnot. Joey Wentz is on the uh, on the spring training roster too, who I think was out last year with a with Tommy John maybe or something. I could be completely wrong, but I think he was injured. But I mean, like uh, you have to, you have to just find some pitchers that you're just like, this guy's gonna go out there and like shut things down. And Greg Soto was that guy for a second. It's Nero showed that, or Cisnero showed you he that was for, good. for for some some uh, sam- uh ooh, I'm dying over here in the mic for a small <laughs> sample size and and whatever you got to see of him. Um, but with that being said, like I, you know, like I need guys that can come in the game and just shut the door. And I don't think the Tigers have had that in it seems like a decade. So. We'll see. I don't know what the whole plan is. I think they want Matt Manning to be a starter. I'm I'm assuming Burroughs is just going to sit in the bullpen with Funkhauser. That's fine. Those are the two guys, not to cut you off, but those are the two guys that you have to keep your eye on. I know yeah. everyone kind of is because we Who, have Funkhauser and, Funkhauser and Burroughs. Yeah, I mean, those because are, yeah, they're not, those those are, forever. Those are two guys who are not ready to start yet. I think Burroughs got to start yeah, last season. Yeah, why, but why would they throw him in the pen, though? I don't think they, I don't think well, they just have to a big belief Get him in some them. innings. I don't know. Because uh, clearly, the, I, I don't, that's in, in, when you're when you're dealing with Scooble and Mize, like they're not gonna go more than five innings, right? Well, the, the problem, Usually. the problem we're now facing is, I think we've talked about this like a while ago, is you have so many pitchers of these young. Someone's gonna have to get like get moved to the bullpen or get or get moved, like well, traded. Yeah. Matt Boyd might get moved. Fulmer, I could see Fulmer getting flipped. I really could because he's is it's contract year for him, whatever. And if he plays well, then. If you're the Tigers, and you're, you're on the upswing of this rebuild now at this point, and these you got enough young pitchers on your staff, you could feel totally comfortable selling away Fulmer. Yeah, I don't know how much value he has uh, anymore. I mean, it was pretty obvious when he he just didn't have his good stuff last year. Yeah. He really like the philosophy. I think was like r- where it was before, but like his breaking stuff didn't move. Like, yeah, and it, he was on a pitch cap all yeah. the time too. It was bizarre. So we'll but. see. No, yeah. So I mean, at this point, again, I when you talk about a Burroughs and a Funkhauser, it's like, yeah, do would I like to see those guys start games? Sure, because you've heard of them like as being starting pitchers, but apparently they don't really like have faith in them. Or number two, like I said, you already have six guys you're gonna roll out. So you know, Tyler Alexander, too, another name. So we'll see. No, I will say this though. I think when I'm why I'm so excited for this. This is like the first time I'm like, okay, if we just need the win, like this isn't like the rebuilds. It's the rebuild's not over. There's pieces, yeah, but there's there's enough pieces in yeah. place to just, just so, go like, in. And yeah. especially especially bringing in Hinch, it kind of changes the vibe a little bit. Yeah, like, and, okay, this team is ready to compete. And like a full season of Mize and Stubble, I'm excited for. So, so I want to, that front, I want to get your guys' thoughts real quick before yeah. we move on from Tigers. Who do you think has a better season, Stubble or Mize? Stubble. I do too. And I think that might be a little bit of a hot take, but he looked nah, better last season, I thought. I just said Stubble. I, I think Struble's gonna be really good. I just I, I do. He's got that look and he has pretty solid stuff. Yeah, and yeah he's got a big arm. I like Mize Dude, if Mize didn't, Mize's if Mize didn't have a good, better, it's just I If Mize didn't have a good first inning, he was a mess. Yeah. Scooble, we saw him like have a terrible first inning and then bounce back and play a pretty good game. I so, think Mize is like he is that unless he gets hurt or something, he's gonna be a solid pitcher in like the MLB. I'm not worried about no, that. I, 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 I think, agree. I, I agree. think Scooble has the potential to be like good, good. So that, yeah. what do you think, Raps? I think you guys kind of sold me on Scooble. I just think like Casey Mize has some sweet pitches, and when they're on, they're on. But his control was like he just kind of has this like he's he's got kind of a wild motion. And I just I don't know how like as far as longevity of his arm, 
I hate to be the guy that looks into that stuff, but it's like I just think Scooble is more like a bulldog. Like he'll just go, he's gonna go like a beat yeah. you with his arm. You know, Mize has these like he's got a couple Finesse, nice pitches, yeah. but it's like if, if you're not, he's if not you a can't locate, pitch. if you can't locate those pitches, he like, I think like he, I think he walked a lot of guys. No, he couldn't. He can locate his fastball, which is why he was the top pick in the draft. Yeah, so, so. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> All right. Um, I guess we can move on now to uh, Pistons. I guess the Pistons play today, right? 7 p.m. as we're recording this on Sunday, February 21st. They do play tonight. They play the Orlando Magic. The Pistons have mastered the rebuild. I will continue to say it. Okay. How so? Because they beat good teams and they're fun to watch, and they also blow 25-point leads to the Chicago Bulls. Yeah, and, I and but lost yet, that game. yet Jeremy Grant drops a career high, forty three points. How are you? It's just yeah. fun. It's really that fun. Was like an unwatchable game in the second half. Oh, it was terrible, but it was. Yeah. Dude, okay, wait. Actually, the Pistons Bulls rivalry is the third greatest rivalry in NBA history. I don't care what anyone says. It goes Lakers Celtics and then Cavaliers Warriors and then what? Dude, Cavaliers four, Warriors four straight years in the finals, bro. That's never happened. It'll never yeah, happen again. Probably not, but it's not like. The greatest comeback ever. Those and cities then, are so it couldn't be more opposite. Like, dude, I yeah, feel but like plus the I, plus the players involved too. Like, yeah. really, well, it, maybe, but like uh, the players involved, it's LeBron, KD, Curry, Kyrie. Like, uh, now, I I think that's a horrible take. I I think I four think straight in that, finals. Try, yeah, but like try, the in cities, that, in like, that microcosm of like that in that run, like yeah, that was unreal. Like the Cavs Warriors were sick. It was a crash course every but, year. But like, there's history between the Lakers and Celtics, and there still is. Like there was history between the Bulls and like there's no history. No, no, no. To that rivalry. Before no, there LeBron is now. No, but I'm saying like the whole fact of the matter is, it's like if you're, no, there's not now anymore. Yeah, well, no. no. No, no, it was it was like the most memorable championship of our yeah, lifetime. But it's, like more, it's more LeBron against the Warriors, not Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, that's kind of fair. That's kind of fair. Anyway, Anyways, I was, I'm just saying I love watching the Pistons and Bulls play. I know that's kind of weird because it's like no, they've they both been bad for the last like five years. Yeah. But it's just it's it's classic. Right, it's, the teams don't the, like each other. It's kind of fun. The fans like, don't like each other. Did you like the Zach Levine thing? Oh, with Josh Jackson? Yeah, that's I love. I loved when Josh Jackson did that. Are you kidding me? I like I was, Josh Jackson. I was all in. Did you, you see? Jo- he just talked smack, and then he like hit the ball out of Levine's hands, and Levine oh. acted all tough, and it was just stupid. Oh. Josh Jackson's a dog, by the way. Did you see him call? Did you see him call Ben Simmons a bitch? Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> like two <laughs> weeks really? ago. He said, shut up, he said come, shut up, you a bitch. You're a bitch, then, shut up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it was great. He's like shaking his head. But anyways, dude, the Pistons are... They're fun to watch. I, I'm I'm done betting on them because uh, they have they. You <laughs> they know what? Covered. They're they're good at covering the spread, but every time I bet okay. on them, they don't cover. But um, you know, like we kind of mentioned last week, they've got wins against really good teams: the Lakers, the Sixers, the Bucks, um, the the Celtics. They're just the Nets. They're enjoyable to watch at this point. And and, and look, the big news today, Collins. You you mentioned this. Delon writes out for two weeks. Uh, he's a point guard. He gets a lot of point guard minutes. So now you look at, you know, probably Saban Dennis Lee. Jr. and Saban Lee to get more run, which is exciting. Mason Plumley's still balling. I still just want to see more from Isaiah Stewart. He had his first career start last week and played really well. He needs way more minutes. I yeah. don't know what we're doing. Well, like, Plumley, no, Seiko, obviously. Dude, obviously. Seiko came in two nights ago, literally came in Eurocept 2. Fade away three, and he's again for five minutes. And yeah, said, "Yeah, Kit Rock, say too." I know it's, he's been. I, I, hurt. I know he's been. Dwayne hurt. Casey has done everything right except play Seku. and yeah. I'm going to trust him. I'm going to trust that he knows what he's doing. But man, is it frustrating! And obviously, the big, big, big news we have to touch on is Blake Griffin. Um, oh yeah. is on the move. 
it looks like. He's at least done playing for the Pistons. Like, he's going to sit until he's moved. So, uh, I want to ask you guys, like, what do you think the return is? I don't think it's great. I think maybe you get, like, a second-round pick and a oh, role player. I think you might have to give up. They might pick. They might well, have to yeah, eat, that's they might have to eat some money, too. I, I would be fine with that. I would be like, hey, you want to just throw somewhere? We'll pay your, like, half your salary. No, and, that, and you know what? Honestly, I'm not going to act like Blake did a ton for the city and stuff. I but love he, he was All-NBA well, two years ago. I, he's he's he a deserves, good person. He, he was a good person. Blake, Blake – sorry, don't, I didn't mean to cut well, you no, off. No, you're good. But I think Blake Griffin, when he came here – it just gave there was some juice like, I, like he's a name you yeah. know what I mean and I think he's a good guy but I think he really embodied like what the Pistons are as a franchise as yeah. far as yes. that tough, tough like yeah hardworking hard nosed guy so I don't I don't know how much he did for the city as far as like but but I just think that when the the Pistons like have this way of capturing the city of Detroit. It's like when they're good, like people love it. Like when the basketball team's good in the city of Detroit, it's 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 awesome. So Everything's clicking. People usually. people, I think gravitated towards Blake. He's a very likable guy. He's a big name, and like the Pistons, like don't historically get huge name guys. Yeah. Like you look at the going to work Pistons, like those guys, like maybe like what was your was Rashid the biggest name that you had right. on that well, team? Well, th- this is why I was gonna real quick. This yeah, is what this is my thing. Blake Griffin, two years ago in 2018, was the best player the Pistons have had since Grant Hill. Like like in terms like he was all NBA. Sure. He yeah, was all yeah, NBA. He's yeah. a star. He was great at everything. Yeah. Like he won you games. You yeah. know, he, he hit game winning shots and like took over and was like great. Right. And that to me was the single best season Blake Griffin ever had, even though he played all those great years with, you know, Chris Paul and everything. Yeah. You know, he he willed the Pistons to an eight seed when they tried to yeah. blow that. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, he played two games in that series on a what what did he have like a torn quad? Yeah, it's like it was dude, all crazy. So yeah. so so what? I, what well, my Andre point is Drummond just can't handle Lopez in the post. He's like, God, yeah, we got we got a guy with one knee <laughs> giving it his all, but we got Andre Drummond that trashed hand. My point is just uh, Blake. While he wasn't here for long, I think he left somewhat of an effect on the organization, and he yeah. deserves the he deserves. You know, Derrick Rose is one thing. It's like, dude, we're just trying to get a package for you. Yeah, you know, we're sending yeah. you the Knicks. Blake Griffin, it was an all NBA player. Yeah. He was the heart and soul of your team for at least two years. And mm-hmm. I know they weren't great years, but he what I'm trying to say is you gotta do you gotta do him right. Yeah. You gotta try to yeah, he wants but, to go compete somewhere. He doesn't want to be here anymore. It might be a bit more complicated than just doing it. Like his contract is so bad. Yeah, I, that no, you might not I, be able to like I don't know who wants him though. Like I, I why The Lakers. He's not he, good though. I anymore. think the Lakers want him. I, I just think he's hurt. He's like he's got like the Miggy syndrome, dude. He's not healthy ever. Yeah, and that's that's hey, the best ability is availability. Yeah, and he's really not anymore. That's like his biggest downfall. But it's also why the Lions aren't going to pay Kenny Galladay. Oh, okay. he's getting franchise tag. We're not doing that today. We're not doing Lions today. <laughs> um, no, but I, I mean, I I love Blake Griffin. I have my Welcome to Detroit Blake Griffin shirt in my room somewhere. But I mean, it is what it, it's a smart like that's. That is the last piece of like you want to talk rebuild. This is the last piece that we need to figure out before like we can really not that we haven't committed to the rebuild, but like this is the last domino that has to fall for you to like get right. all your chips in order to start making moves. So I don't as far as return goes, I think second round picks are just like so useless in the NBA, man. I really like they get like, tossed around all the time. Yeah, it's all like nonsense, fugazi, fugazi. I, so I, I, I think the Pistons have to give up assets. To get off his deal, okay, they let's might. give up. Let's give up Wayne Ellington. Let's they give up Mason him. Plumley. They could move. I know Wayne Ellington. I know Wayne Ellington. They actually should. He's actually played pretty well the last like month after I Plumlee said he was or, awful. Oh, oh, Ellington. Yeah. yeah, I Wayne Ellington. I like 
He listens to the show. I hope he does. does he? Uh, he listens to the show. Oh yeah, because he's all, he's good all all of a sudden when Collins yeah. called him out. <laughs> I just don't need his minutes. I'm sorry, dude. You're a good NBA I player. I can't stand it. It like you. He gets so much minutes, and he's probably deserving of those minutes because he's better than these younger guys. But they don't play Seiko at all. Yeah. And, and like, Sadiq Bay won Player of the Week, by the way. Sa- the well, Eastern, Eastern Conference Bay's Player of the Week. Really good. So that's another guy who, Sadiq Wayne Ellington, Bay. you're just eating those minutes. Well, he hasn't really cut into Sadiq's minutes, but I cut into Svee's minutes. And like, you say what you want about Svee, people who watch the Pistons a lot. It's, yeah, I don't I don't love him, but I know what you're saying. It, it, like, if you watch him a lot, you, li- you like him less than if you watch him like... If you watch the Pistons like every five games, that made sense because yeah. he'll come in LA, hit a three or whatever. He's but very inconsistent. He has very bad stretches, but I still I I would like his minutes because over he, Wayne Ellington, yeah, one thousand percent. Because so there's I, no upside in playing Wayne Ellington. No, like zero. He's on a one year deal. Uh-huh. He's on a one year deal and he's balling. Sell him, yeah. Troy Weaver. You can get something like you can you can get a young player for him or something. You know, yeah. I I don't know. It's like the Dennis Smith Jr. thing with Derrick yeah. Rose. Can we talk about change. Dennis Smith Jr. By yeah. the way, he's yeah. not good. Well, he's I just want that on the record. He's not good. Anyone who thinks he's good, he's not he good. He can't shoot. Can't shoot at all. Yeah, which able to which shoot. really neutralizes his offensive abilities. However, I think he's not he's, really he doesn't finish anymore either. Like well, he, he never he goes just, to the rim. He doesn't try. Yeah, it's it, it's weird. He doesn't try to attack the rim. He's more of a facilitator. Like I think in his second game with the Pistons, he had five assists and zero points in like ten minutes. Like, well, that's impressive to me. Yeah. You know, like he he's a good facilitator and everything, and I think going forward. He can play. He's actually one thing I was impressed. He's a good defender, very because he's just very athletic. Yeah. So my good, thing yeah. is like going forward. If Killian Hayes is going to be your point guard, which obviously that's the hope, he is going to develop that shot a little bit more. Yeah. And he's going to become more of a scorer with a with a with a good, you know, passing bag. Yeah. And then, dude, Dennis Smith Jr. could absolutely be your backup point guard for the next five years. I I hope he, dude. He's like, I hope he's like I, just, that, I hate when people are like, yeah, man, this guy was almost a rookie of the year. I'm like, dude, he have you watched yeah, him? So he's was Josh Jackson. Yeah. yeah, Josh, Josh Jackson. I like Josh no, no, Jackson. he's been he's been great. That's a, a seriously great, objectively great. They need to bring him up. back. That was a good pitch up. They have him on a two year deal. Well, and he's another. Is obviously he's from here, but he's another guy who embodies the city. Yeah, bad boys. I lo- I love him. Bad he talks shit. He talks shit all the time. Yeah, it's great. I don't know. I just I, give say two minutes. I know he had a concussion. I just please, Dwayne, give say two minutes. Yeah, that's all we got. Easy. That's all I got. I'm Pistons. Uh, yeah. I don't know Pistons if Magic at seven o'clock tonight as we're recording. We'll see. They're eight and twenty-one as of right now. Tate Cunningham, you better be here next year. To continue. Yuck. Okay, so now yeah, we just why, have, I, I, I don't like Cade Cunningham. Why? Yeah, what's your deal? Because, dude, I've watched like three Oklahoma State games. He's played terrible in all three. He shot like, dude, he, this dude, he shot like three for twenty-one against who was it, Texas? Yeah. Like what? What are you doing? I like if you're Cade an Cunningham. NBA player, you don't go three for twenty-one in a college game. I like Cade Cunningham a lot. I think he's a he would be he's a perfect fit, especially if you want to play him with Killian Hayes. But continue. Mr. Rabinowitz. Let's do uh let's do Red Wings. We'll do the trifecta. Red Wings. Red and then we'll Wings. Bounce. Um so big night for us last night watching the uh Wings game collectively at the old uh Crunchies. They were due. They were due. It's just it's incredible that as I said on the Green and White report, we the Wings have won 5 games this year and their fifth win, we all took the money line. And that was the, the over under thing too was huge because they lost 7 to 2 against the Panthers on Friday. Which was embarrassing, and then like you, you assume that oh my god they're gonna get they're gonna get absolutely shelled again here, and they didn't. So good for the wings for responding. It just here here's the thing with the wings, and I don't 
Apparently, I uh, um, Franz Nielsen has been placed on waivers too. So Rubinowitz is popping the champagne bottle well, right, as we speak. It, it's that's that's another situation where you were looking at Franz Nielsen like, are they just gonna buy this guy out or what? Because I think you might you have like one or two more years of Franz Nielsen. Yeah, that was not a great contract. Hell no, it wasn't a, g- a great contract. <laughs> so I I. I now that they've put him on waivers, I assume no one's claiming his ass because that's so much money to pay for a guy like that. So he'll just put up playing Grand Rapids, I guess. And I, I don't, I don't know if Franz Nielsen just like doesn't have any good hockey left. I don't know what it is. I know the team's not very good, but it's just a matter of I have to sit here and see Michael Rasmussen and Giovanni Smith and all these guys get get sent down. Chalowski and Lindstrom to go get sent down to go play in, in Grand Rapids and. The thing that we have to remember here as Red Wings fans is there's an expansion draft coming up. So a lot of these guys, there are there are certain limitations. Do we to have enough? Played. Do we we just leave all of our guys open? Yeah, so yeah, take, who do you want? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take, take them. Make yeah, make our job easier. But there's a there's something to be said about managing games played and and contractual stipulations so that you can pr- you can protect as many guys as you can without having to dip into like some of your guys that you might be able to work around not having to protect. If that makes any sense, I don't think it did. So. Um, when, when you see guys get sent down like this, like it, should Giovanni Smith be playing every night for the Wings? I honestly think so, yes. Yeah. And I don't know. That could be a contract thing as far as if he plays a certain amount of games, you don't have to protect him. He'll be automatically protected. So that could be that issue there. Um, but I think other guys like Rasmussen, I mean, <laughs> the guy was a ninth overall pick. You'd like to imagine that by now he can stick in the NHL. He's been okay in, in games, but... Maybe that's the right move. That's where you have to trust Steve Eiserman. Like he should be playing in Grand Rapids. Chalowski and and um and Lindstrom. Like you look at the Red Wings blue line right now. They they dressed seven D last night, so there's really no room for them. And like, what are you gonna do with Danny DeKaiser? Like, are they gonna put him on waivers? Like, so that's that's where you gotta really look at it from that perspective. Um, I just there's there's just no. I mean, they win they win two to one yesterday. I couldn't tell you the last time. The Red Wings have scored like three goals in a game. They're not enjoyable to watch. I mean, I'm look like I'm looking back. Like, uh, here, I'm gonna read you back these scores uh, and their goal scored from from starting yesterday. Two goals, two goals, zero, two, four, two, one, four, one, one, two, two. Like they don't score. They yeah. don't score at all, and their power play is abysmal. Like I like I I told you guys I was joking. Like I'm gonna bet they're gonna score in the power play tonight. Matthias Brome. Scored his first goal of his NHL career. Thank God, because he's actually sweet. Like, that's a guy that actually makes things happen. And while he's not on the score sheet every night, or, I mean, any night at all, besides last night, that's a guy that can make things happen. So, I don't know. I'm, I just beat the dead horse on this team. They're not good. The roster's not good. I don't know what to tell you. You're dealing with guys like Darren Helm, who will be gone after this year. Um, I think the Kaiser has another year left, so... Well, I can't. I, I can't believe I Darren this, Helm is still on the team. I say the same. I say the exact same things every week. Like they're not good. I don't know what to, what you'd expect. What what I at least like that I saw from this team is like they got absolutely shelled at home against the Panthers, and they come back the next night and they beat them two one. Like I like to see that. Yes. Now, but you look at the rest of this of this division, and it's like the Predators are, have been bad. They have they haven't been able to find their identity. They're playing. They're they're paying Ryan Johansson and Matt Duchesne like eight million dollars each. They have like three total goals this year combined. <laughs> so like that team's a mess. 
So that's a team that you should be able to get wins from. Chicago, Chicago's roster, I couldn't name you five guys on the Blackhawks roster, and they're like a top 15 team in the league right now. Yeah. So that's that's what's frustrating. They have found good goaltending this year. They're like the Finnish guy, like Lakenin or whatever yeah, his really name is. Good. He's been unreal this year. Malcolm Subban's been fine for them. So it's like I'm starting to look at like management. Like, damn, like where are our players? Like, why no, why are dude, the Blackhawks like making like making uh, this 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 something out of nothing? Like, yeah. I mean, they also have Patrick Kane and DeBrinket, which well, is... I know that. Like, they like like obviously, I think the. If I want to take those guys over, like Larkin and Mantha, like, yeah, all day for sure. I get that. But it's just like, damn, man. I mean, look at the rest of the schedule. Like, like the Lightning, you got to see the Hurricanes again, the Stars, like the Blue Jackets are, are itching to, to to move up a bit. They've been sweet since Jack Roslovich and Patrick Line have come over. Like, I don't know where you're supposed to get wins. Yeah. I so don't you just got to play hard. If you, if you just play hard. They can keep the puck out of Play your own hard, end. Play hard, try hard, and you'll get an orange slice at the end of the game. Yeah, an orange slice in the Gatorade. So I don't even know what else there is to say. Yeah, they there's play, nothing. Uh, the wins are so boring to watch. I just They I, are. Well, because, again, it, it, especially if you want to look at it from an entertainment standpoint, they don't score. No, no, it's not So fun. I don't know what you're supposed to watch. They don't score. Philip Zadina has probably been one of your better players. He doesn't score. Yeah. You're looking at him to be a, a top six sniper for you on the wing. He He's going to be that dude next year. Oh, I, that, I kept telling right, Rabs that last years? night. I kept telling Rabs that last night. He got so mad. I was like, hey, "Who's the guy you were asking? Like, who? Some guy on the Avs, and you were uh, Johansson or something like that. Which guy? What I don't know. We were talking. We, like we, no, no, no. McKinnon? We were talking about McKinnon. McKinnon. He's a legend. You're talking about how he's looks so good, and you're like, the Wings need a guy like McKinnon. And I was like, Zadina. He's got yeah, like the best player in the league. Yeah. Yeah. Wins this need yeah, one well, of the no, best. It's just yeah. funny because I don't know shit about hockey, so I'm just in Rav's ear talking about Robert. how Zadina's the time. next McKinnon. I'm glad we got to watch some wings together with Trent. That was that was a good time. Um, so yeah, wings and Preds on Tuesday at 7:30. They're back at home, so fingers crossed. I guess. Um, we've only been going for 45 minutes on this show. Well, well there's a, there's not been a lot to talk about really. Yeah, it's kind of the dog days of uh, Detroit sports right yeah. now because all we have is Pistons and Tigers, and, yeah. Pistons and Wings. And they About a month stay. and a half till April in the D. Yeah, April, April. <laughs> We're gonna have April to do, do April in the D as a legend. We should make our own April in the D song. Yeah, we should. Let's get on that. Then, then, then we can use that as our intro. That'd be oh, so funny. For, just for the month of April, though. <laughs> yeah, it'll be really good. That would be um, actually hilarious. But anyway, we should actually do that. But continue. Sorry. We, we don't. No, I'm being dead serious. Yeah, like a full like video yeah. shoot for it. Yeah, George will do it. We'll put it on the list. Yeah, we'll put it on the whiteboard. We'll put it we'll, to we'll, the list. We might get to that. But look, um, we'll, we'll probably do a full Tigers like full on dive yes, when, when we get a little closer. Of course, and that'll and, be fun. And, I and need Tigers baseball. Today was Me good too. though. Today was a good Tigers talk. Like, yeah, it was pretty full I, tilt. I, I, I mean, need we have it. we have trade deadlines coming up too. NBA, NHL. So like that'll be. Are they coming up? I'm sure. I mean, they're. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like the schedule is so weird yeah, now because it got pushed back. The, the NBA trade deadlines at the end of March. Yeah. So we got a month. All right. But things we're could close. happen before then. Yeah. Um, we're gonna do the trifecta. We're gonna yes, do the trifecta. Sir. All right, fellas. What is the best venue in Detroit sports history? Oh, I saw this as they put it out about the Joe in the Palace. Yes, and like Tiger Stadium and the Silver Dome. There's a lot of good options. Well, I I I think in history, historically, Tiger Stadium is number one because it's one of those. It was just one of those stadiums that 
was there for yeah. like a hundred, basically almost mm-hmm. like a hundred years. And all the history there too. I so mean. that, but personally, just I, I've only I went to one game at Tiger Stadium when I was like a one year old. Yeah, so, so that doesn't remember, count. Yeah. No, um, yeah, this is for you personally. This is not like Palace. The... Palace. Okay, the Palace. When that place was going, it was going. That's my answer, too, just because it was, I, I, it was the best as a kid. I mean, you know what? No, my answer is Fort Field, but I can't say that on the airwaves. So I... Well, yeah, I, like, best venue, I still... Palace was a great building. It was perfectly constructed, yeah. and it was a two minutes away from my house. I loved the Palace. And the Pistons won three chips there. Yeah. And you just think of all the history there. The bad boys kicked Michael Jordan's ass in that building. Scotty Pippen got mopped the floor with in that building. Just it's just fun to think about stuff um, to think. And the Pistons, you know what? The 04 Pistons hoisted the trophy in that building. That's one thing the bad boys didn't do. They won both on the road. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, Rabs, I well, I'm trying to think of like stadiums that we've been alive. Like, do you for. do you like the Joe or do you like the Palace? All oh, the Joe, dude. I I there's there's something about. And I, here's the thing: the Palace was like. The palace was, was awesome so cool. was so because cool. it was like so beautifully and built. Huge, yeah. And it was huge. It was so awesome. To Great watch. contours. Like, yeah, dude. It was like it was like so. The palace was a blast to go to. It's like you're a kid and you're like, yeah. This is so. It's like a hotel. It's just cool you as did. hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so cool. But I will say, because you have to take into account too that when when we were growing up, the Red Wings were awesome. I mean, Iserman, Lidstr- like the list goes on and on and on and on. And that feeling of walking into the Joe and like the wings teams were so good. And it's just like this gritty, like close, like the seats sucked. You had no room. There were no cup holders. The bathrooms are a mess. Yeah, It was a battle in the bathrooms. Like there was just that, that building breathed hockey. And you talk about like being like successful in that building. I mean, the cups were coming and coming. So I, I just think that the Joe was, that's one of those places where I'm so glad I got to experience games there. I'm like, remember, like I'll always remember going to the Joe and the smell of the Joe and the in the tunnel that that like metal tunnel, the tube, and walking through there and just I just, I just you, that that the the feeling in the Joe was just unmatched. Like when they Great were building. good and you're singing "Don't Stop Believing," like they're they're pumping some team like five to one. I awesome. think I I just I obviously have more personal connection to the palace. I love the palace. It was, yeah. I don't, they shouldn't, they shouldn't have left, but whatever. Yeah, I agree. Well, okay. So my initial knee jerk to this was the palace. And then the more I think about it, it's Ford field just cause I love it so much. But I, not, I, I feel like this, I have to say that as a season ticket made, holder, it's like a crime. If I don't say it's Ford field, if this made sense, so I would go to a baseball game over all these though. Oh, okay. No, that's definitely fair. But that, or, that's not yeah. based on the venue. I no, just right, love baseball. Right, right, right. I, yeah, and I, I love Comerica, too. I just wanted to see what your favorite yeah. venue was. Maybe we could like sometime rank them. That'd be a fun discussion. Yes, yes. Um, when we run out of stuff to talk about. Uh, okay, second question. Now, I have to give a little context to this. I know we all like bone-in wings because yeah. we're, we're men and we yes. actually enjoy like now that we're men we enjoy the good stuff but do you do you also do you also like boneless yeah, wings? Do dude, you not, yeah, boneless yeah, ones yeah, all yeah, the time yeah. okay well because some people don't even like them because it's completely different like well, the chicken is not the same I, boneless ones are just easier yeah. yeah i would if you're doing a, if i go to beat ups i'm getting boneless ones i'm not getting bone in ones well beat ups wings just yeah, aren't that great terrible no, I, I boneless wings. I'm telling you, man. I'm not even just saying this because I'm an MSU slappy. Crunchy's wings, dude, are like the best wings I've ever had in my life. They're very good. The bone and wings. I yeah. I'm not like a, oh boneless wings or chicken nuggets. So like just eat them. Like, they're what, good. First Fantastic. of all, they're not. You ever had a Tyson chicken nugget? It's not the same thing yeah. as a boneless yeah. wing. Yeah. Right. But yeah, they're fine. Same thing. You go to Buffalo Wild Wings. If you get traditional wings, you're you're a psychopath because they're disgusting. 
Yeah, they're I, they're just weird. They have like a coating of plastic on them. Like, I'm, like I guess they're ridiculous. They're so small too. They're like uh, whatever. Okay. Yeah, so um, I just want to know if you guys even like no, this yeah, way. Some dude, people. I mean, okay, so they're easier, easier probably. If you're if you're probably like catering wings into to watch a game, you're probably getting like I don't know, like sometimes sometimes bone in wings like don't carry well over from like uh you know you boneless take boneless wings are boneless wings is more it's just a commitment boneless isn't. Know what I mean? Yeah, boneless wings are like you're gonna eat fifty of these things. Like no, bone-in bo- wings. Well, that's bone how in. I take it at least. Yeah, no, bone-in is more like it's like okay, my hands are gonna eat. be dirty. Yes. Like yeah. yeah, like it's it's gonna be a battle here. But we're doing it. Yeah, yeah, because it's good. I love wings. Yes. Wings are so good. I'm so hungry. Yeah, me too. Oh Let me God. get this last question and then we can go get some food. Um, do you have? I I know where Collins is going with this. I don't know about raps. Um, do you have more juice before Tigers opening day or Lions week one? Uh, mm, probably Lions week one because football, just NFL slate. Dude, I thought for sure you were gonna say Tigers opening day. Tigers opening day because is awesome. Yeah. I have not been there. I was supposed you, to oh, go you're last supposed year. To go. Sorry, I didn't mean to oh, dump yeah, salt awesome. in the open wound. Well, what's the, I'll go whenever they let fans in this year. I will be. I open the stadium. That's what we always yeah. say. Open the stadium. But uh, probably week one. Football is just different, dude. Like yeah. the first Sunday, it's just like this is the first Sunday at NFL is better than Super Bowl Sunday. I always say that Super Bowl Sunday is overrated. First it's only Sunday. fun if yeah one of your teams is in. Yeah, it. Like, not even that though. You just got like fifteen games. You're ready to rock. Yeah. It's the best. Well, okay. Let me let no, me let week, me week two of NFL is better than week one because week one they got all those weird Monday night and Thursday night games. Yeah. Week two you're ready to roll. Week again, two it's straight. full tilt. Yeah. No, no. I I don't mean to say like Super Bowl Sunday is only fun if one of your teams is in it. Because it's a great time. Yeah. But from the football standpoint, yes, obviously, week yes. one is better. Oh, yeah. I agree. I agree. I mean, getting getting through the stretch of like you're just nearing football season and you can just taste it and like finally getting there is always awesome. Um, I don't know. I mean, like opening day is just like for the novelty of its in itself. Yeah, it's, it's like an event. great, you know. But I guess I mean I'm always excited to watch the Lions, and I think now that you have you know new head coach, you're I, I, I'm excited to see who they draft. Like. Yeah, I'm not that I'm not that I'm like jumping out of my seat to go see Jared Goff because I'd obviously much rather have Matthew Stafford. It's like it's like cool, you know. It's cool that you have like a new face, and like you want to you know see your new toy and like check it out. So I guess probably the Lions, but opening day is always if, if they can get fans into opening day, I'd love to go. I mean, yeah. okay, I'm going Lions too, but Rebs, the way you answered that kind of made me think like, okay. The, the, we know the Lions aren't going to be that good this year. Yeah. The Tigers could be. So, yeah. like, it, that might but as far play a factor. As, as far as, like, one game, like, it'd be great if yeah. the Lions could, like, win their first game of the year. I'd be like, oh, like, sick. They're not yeah. 0-1-1. Like, that'd just be demoralizing. All right. Well, that wraps up the trifecta. Thanks yeah. for coming. I think we're all, like, dying of, like, hunger. Yeah, we are. I we can't, are. like, I feel like my voice is about to give out. I've been talking for Stomach like, is eating itself straight. right now. Yeah. All right. Let me get some food. Good episode. Great yeah, to have Rabs in the studio. It's great to have Rabs in the studio. It's great to hear our voices on the crisp airwaves again. Yeah, good to see your faces. So, I guess signing off from uh, Studio H here in uh, Holden Hall. That's going to be it for today's episode of the Motown Rundown. For Trent Bailey and Ryan Collins, I am Ryan Rabinowitz. Submit any questions, comments, or suggest topics for the show at Motown underscore Rundown on Twitter or on Facebook at the Motown Rundown page. Do not miss a single episode of the show. We're on Apple Podcasts and we're on Spotify. New episodes every single week, and we will see you next time.